This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Tonight, Prince Harry starts his new life, reuniting with Meghan and Archie. How they're ready to make millions. That's really why we're here. So how do the royals really feel about all this? We miss Harry and Meghan. They can't fool our body language expert. Plus, Brad and Jen getting back together. The second most important reunion of her year. <laughs> the friend who seems to be all for it. And our never-before-seen moments with the former couple. I love my wife. Plus, ready to wed? I don't want to live without you. Clues from Gwen and Blake's romantic new video. I love the rumors. And will she be the bachelorette? Again? Today's co-host, Hannah B, is telling all. <laughs> E.T., start right now. Oh, yeah, we're going to get all up into Miss Hannah's love life. And also, Brad and Jen. I mean, could they, could they really get back together? I might like to see it. <laughs> Look, they were Ross and Rachel. I've decided they were on a break, and they're going to move forward. But let's start with Harry and Meghan's break from royalty. The prince is embracing his new life as a commoner. Just look at Harry's huge smile as he touched down in Vancouver for his big reunion with Meghan and Archie. Dressed in a parka, a beanie on his head, and carrying a bag over his shoulder, the not-a-senior-royal-anymore flew commercial and sat in coach. And so did his bodyguards. He then hopped into an SUV that was waiting on the tarmac. So what's happening behind the scenes of Megxit? We saw Meghan take a stroll with Archie yesterday. A body language expert gives us her take. 
I believe that it's likely that Megan knew the cameras were there. She's looking directly towards the cameras. She is happy. We see true joy in her face, and we see that with the wrinkling of the eyes. As for the haters criticizing how she's holding Archie, Although Archie appears that he's dangling out of the harness because he's at that diagonal, he is safe. He's not just in her arm, he's in a carrier strapped to her body. Also going viral, stepmom Camilla's awkward reaction. Watch. We miss her in Megan. Of course. Camilla shows disgust when she's answering the question, which is this nose wrinkling right here. The best answer here would have been simply a yes. And what about William? Well, last night, the prince did not address the rift with his brother as he and Kate hosted an event for African dignitaries, but he did share a fond memory. It is a place my father took my brother and me shortly after our mother died. William has reached out to Harry in these past couple of days, even that Meghan and Kate um, have, have spoken on the telephone as well in a bid to just thaw this iciness out. I think the feeling is that if brothers haven't reconciled, then they may very well never be close again. And is this another hint at Harry and Meghan's possible future? In newly surfaced video from last summer's The Lion King premiere, you can hear the two offering up their services to director Jon Favreau as Beyonce listened in. Let's get back to Brad and Jennifer, okay? Because this is the one that broke the internet. People are losing their minds over the possibility that they could actually get back together. I mean, he's our lobster. Jen shared a pic of her Dior gown and her SAG award on her marble bathtub and called it, quote, a night I will never forget. Fans still crazy over this backstage reunion with Brad went wild, posting comments like, hope Brad took that dress off, and hashtag photo by Brad. The image also inspired lobster emojis. A nod to this friend's joke about mating for life. See, he's her lobster. <laughs> The two are playful when it comes to rumors about Sparks. It's hysterical. I'll run into Jen, she's a good friend. But you know who appears to be all for it? Courtney Cox. Courtney, do you think Brad and Jen will ever get back together? Jen's BFF ignored questions back in March of last year, but Sunday night, she liked several pics of Brad and Jen's big reunion. And when someone wrote, they still love each other, no doubt, she liked the comment. Brad's Mr. and Mrs. Smith co-star Michelle Monaghan had a warning, writing, this is my do not break our hearts again, Brad, face. Meanwhile, Jen is sharing the secret behind her wrinkle-free dress. Aniston flashed a peace sign and showed how she cranked that recline lever and leaned way back. That's Jen, glam, but relatable. Right there, you can see her phone in the passenger door pocket. Her beloved late dog, Dolly, is the background image. And when it comes to her phone apps, she's just like us. There's Instagram, the traffic app, Waze, a meditation app, and the delivery service Postmates. I swear I love that lady. Well, now, if you're like me and you can't get enough Brad and Jen content, we got you. We're opening up the ET Vault for all of their sweet moments because you know they shared them with us. All right, well, let's move on now to a love story that has stood the test of time, Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. The two opening up for the first time about Ozzy's heartbreaking health battle. Why don't you take what you want from me? I found out that I have a... Uh, uh, a mild form of Oswald. It's um, Parkinson, which is a form of Parkinson's. Say what you want to go. It's 
not a death sentence by any stretch of the imagination, but it does affect certain nerves in your body. The 71-year-old was diagnosed last February after a fall that required neck surgery. On a host of medications, mainly for this surgery. So I got numbness down his arm from the surgery. My legs feel keep going cold. I don't know if that's the Parkinson's or what. And this is the longest he's ever been home. And um, it's time for him to get back on the road because he's driving me mad. Sharon also opened up on the talk this morning. What you need from us? Help me just stop crying. <laughs> As for Ozzy, he does plan to return to touring, but told us in 2018, family is his priority. My big fear is being, to be found dead in a hotel room somewhere. I've never seen my kids grow up. I've never been around four of them. I, I, now I've got grandchildren. I want to spend some time with them. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift is sharing another heartbreaking diagnosis. Her mom, Andrea, has a brain tumor. This after first battling cancer five years ago. Taylor says it's just been a really hard time for us as a family. My mom and I have always been close. We've always been uh, really good friends, but also being there for me when I really needed her. Swift is getting candid with Variety, revealing when it comes to cats, she has no regrets. She says, I had a really great time working on that weird ass movie. Now, Hannah, I know you're a Taylor Swift fan. I mean, I might have written uh, a rhetorical analysis on her 1989 album. Wow. <laughs> we have recently been talking to some celebrities who are big Bachelor Nation fans, and they oh. have a couple things to say about you. We pulled the bites oh, together. God. Let's take a look. I do think Hannah can stay home now. Now they're just using these poor women as like, now it's, you know, at, the sake, yeah. at their sake. She's showing up a proposal, and she's throwing a whole spanner in the wheel, yeah. Ooh, Jennifer Aniston and Charlize Theron. You think it's shady? No. <laughs> Look, I understand. I just keep coming Pop up. up. Hey. Some people do think that you are going to show up and Peter and you might be engaged right now. Wild. <laughs> You'll have to keep watching. Isn't that what we have, we have to always say? Do you show up on this season again? I do not know. <laughs> yes, you do. But it's OK if you can't tell us. Peter also told us that he might have gone down a totally different road if you had asked him out. Take a look at what Peter had to say. I would have said yes, and I probably wouldn't have been The Bachelor. Would you and Hannah be together right now? I mean, you never know. The world may never know now, you know? It's, it is what it is. It's hard to watch that and be like, oh, what could I have done? What should I have done? Do you still have any feelings for Peter right now? I'm always going to care for him deeply. <laughs> he asked you to join his season. Did you consider it? You know, I wanted to do something for myself and move forward. It was hard. There's a possibility you could be The Bachelorette again. So would you do that? I don't know. Right now, I'm just like trying to seize the opportunities that I have, but it doesn't have to be as The Bachelorette. So you are so busy now with Dancing with the Stars, with this unbelievable tour, Radio City Music Hall. It's my mom's dream come true. It's going to be incredible. Oh, you're going to kill it, though. Yeah. You won Dancing with the Stars. We've got much more Bachelor business to get to. Are you guys ready to grab some wine and join me for a little Roses and Rosé? Oh, Hannah, knowing the theme song. I Thank like you, it. girl. That's coming up. And then there's the news that caught us all by surprise. Pamela Anderson saying I do to husband number five. I haven't been with a lot of men in my life. I've been with a few men, but I've, and I've married them. The secret wedding, the very rich groom, and his A-list ex. Then only E.T. is on the set of Jason Biggs' new show. All the ingredients are here. <laughs> Drew? What his TV kids think about his American Pie past. I watched it after meeting you, which was oh, traumatic. Interesting, I bet. <laughs>
Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Pamela Anderson is married for the fifth time, and it's a shocker. The 52-year-old said, I do, in secret with 74-year-old movie producer John Peters. He had a 12-year affair with Barbara Streisand back in the 70s. John and Pam dated about 30 years ago, and he even proposed, but she turned him down. Pam says his life used to scare her, but now she gets him. Well, I scare people. Maybe there's hope for me. Yes, Hannah. <laughs> Speaking of love, Jason Biggs is happily married in real life and in his new show, Outmatch. The problem is his TV kids, because three of them happen to be geniuses. There aren't many books written about how to raise three genius kids. Well, actually there are. They're just super long. So much of the comedy in the show comes from Maggie and I trying to deal with these kids that we just have no idea how to talk to. I'm looking things up constantly. <laughs> I literally, like, I should just, I just have, like, a dictionary with me all day long. I will not be a Salieri in my own home. Good night, pal. I love you, too. Between scenes, we caught Jason FaceTiming with his wife and kids there in New York, and Jason gave me a tour of the L.A. set, including this secret hideaway. This is where Kay and Mike come to escape the insanity of the mad geniuses upstairs. This is Mike's little workstation. There's this thing, which is when the kids are misbehaving, you put their head right in there, and then you kind of come down like that. Everybody gathers around the island. This is where, like, I feel like everybody's always in the kitchen. This is yeah. where the family hangs. Home base. And look what happens to be here. <laughs> what do you know? Huh. The uh, the ingredients, if you will. All the ingredients are here. <laughs> Drew? Yeah, we get the American Pie oh, joke, but do his on-screen kids understand? So, <clears throat> as we all know, mm -hmm. American mm -hmm. Pie yeah. is one of your Huge hit. Huge, yeah. huge, huge hit. Yeah. Um, I have actually yet to see that film. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about you? I watched it after meeting you, which was oh, traumatic. Interesting. Have you heard of the movie American Pie? I did. Nope. No. That's how. That's where okay. I heard of him from. Okay. Not seen it though. Maybe no. in the future. It's for, it's for later. It's for later <laughs> <Yeah>. in life. <laughs> it is R-rated. <laughs> but you know what? During the time that Jason was making those American Pie movies, you know who was still married? Oh, the icons. Brad and Jen. I'm telling you, man. From their first date, to their wedding, to the constant baby talk, we were there for it all. What we unearthed from the ET vault. Brad and Jen, baby, I can see it now. Plus. A Blake Shelton exclusive, all about his romantic new video with Gwen. It ended up being the greatest moment of my life. Then, it's time for Roses and Rosé. After the fanasco of the champagne stealing incident. Guys, they're making up words now, and a woman was nearly concussed. That is Blake and Gwen's new music video, Nobody But You. They kiss, play with their dog Betty, and give a look at the construction happening at Blake's Oklahoma Ranch. The two will be performing the duet live this Sunday at the Grammys, and Blake told our Cassie Delora all about why he just had to include Gwen in the video. She is drop dead beautiful, and if I can have her on one of my videos, <laughs> people actually look at the video for once in my entire career. You're damn right, we're gonna do a video. There are so mm -hmm. many powerful lyrics, my favorite one. I don't wanna look back in 30 years and wonder who you're married to. You're not 
helping the rumors, Blake. <laughs> I love the rumors. Anybody that thinks that I'm married to Gwen already, I love it. My, my God, who wouldn't want to be married to Gwen Stefani? Them. I know you do. Me too. But I also need him to show and prove. Don't talk right. about it. Be about it, Blake. And I know he will, everybody. I know it's only just a matter of time. Meanwhile, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston have been there, done that. And look, no one likes living in their past. <laughs> yeah, well, when it comes to these two, we actually all do, starting with Brad and Jen's red carpet coming out party. The volume level when the two of you arrived just elevated beyond belief. Did it really? I didn't hear it before, so I couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, it did. Oh, they're great. There are, they, you know, you wouldn't be anywhere without them, so. Brad and Jen caused a collective freakout when they made their red carpet debut at the 1999 Emmys. Can you put it into words what, what it's like out here? Nerve-wracking, it's scary, it's fun, it's sort of a lot of different things all at one time. They were set up on their first date a year earlier by their agents. Jen later told E.T. she knew immediately he was the one. How long did it take you to know, I want to be committed to this guy? A date. That's all that took. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty hooked after that. Yeah. July 29th, 2000, the couple got married in Malibu. I didn't have a big fat Greek wedding, but we had a good hour of Greek dancing. Okay. They spent a lot of their newlywed time apart on shoots. Brad told us they had a three-week rule. Well, we, we work in plane tickets into the deals, and these have become uh, musts. I guess. So yeah. Jennifer flew over a lot. Right. Right. Right now, you know, it's kind of a three-week rule. After three weeks, it's too much. In 2001, Brad was in Vegas shooting Ocean's Eleven. He chose to spend his off time on the phone with Jen rather than hang with his bachelor buddy, George. I tell you, I love my wife. I love my yeah. wife. It's not that complicated, really. Talking on the phone with my wife or, or hanging out with this guy. <laughs> this is like the most confirmed bachelor yeah, he ever. Was, he would sit yeah. me down a lot and go, George. Let's pray. Let's pray. <laughs> Be gone. Boom. <laughs> Marry me. Yeah. Yeah. It's been reported that you're building a nursery. There's a room that yeah. will eventually be filled with hopefully a child. Brad and Jen, baby. I can see it now. <laughs> hope I'm very, very Honest dad, I guess, honest, the ego doesn't get in the way. The couple was vocal about eventually wanting to start a family and by all appearances seemed happy until they split in 2005, which is why fans will forever hold on to the way they were. Can I just say, that I love Brad Pitt, I love you and I thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> playing with our emotions. Why, y'all? Why? Well, from long-lost loves to Pilot Pete's search for the one, things got a little bit aggressive. Lauren Zima has moved over to her bachelor sanctuary for her weekly segment. Hey, girl! Hey, Nichelle. Yes, I'm here, and I have my wine because with this show, you need it. It's time for Roses and Rosé. This week, we are starting off strong with a big whack from the back. Here's our memeable moment of the night. She went down with the down. Good night. We were actually there exclusively on the set of that pillow fight group date. Here's what Sarah told us before she went down. I'm gonna be a little bit of the underdog and kind of play it cool like, you know, I'm scared. <laughs> Maybe she played it too cool, cause Sarah went home. Borderline concussed for nothing. 
Kelly the lawyer, who this week has our out of context quote of the night. Who wants to see their attorney dressed in lingerie on a TV show? I love when someone totally normal winds up on this show and seems both scared and confused. Kelly is also refreshingly honest, telling Peter she did not like his scruff. Yeah, but what about mustaches? Nobody likes those. But not everybody has a law degree, which brings us to our repeat moments of the night. And they're repeat moments because you're gonna need to hear them twice. After the finasco of the champagne stealing incident, and inside of it was like a cute pajama lingerie set. Finasco? Finasco. Lingerie? Lingerie. If you guys are with us, they were trying to say fiasco and lingerie. Those two little moments have us raising our glasses to the unsung heroes of the night, the closed captioners of this show. We are loving this season and want to give a shout out to the producers who seem to be a little extra savage. We're seeing that next week they brought in country singer Chase Rice for a date and that he's an ex of one of the women. Oh my God. But you never know who might show up on the, oh, hi. <laughs> Meme it. You made it over from oh. the set <laughs> to Roses and Rosé. I just thought you needed a little something. I'm so glad you came. <laughs> Look, people have questions about Victoria. They have questions about some of the other women. And Peter told us his big fear was that he would have a Jed moment like you did. I think once you say my biggest fear, those producers are gonna come in and well, get that fear going, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, <laughs> or it's just unfortunate. It's like bad karma yeah. for yourself. Mm. Trust me, I know. Well, today's been a beautiful finasco, everybody. And now Hannah's gonna get into our ET birthdays. Which Spice Girl can say the alphabet backward? Is it Emma Button, Victoria Beckham, or Mel B? The answer when we come back. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. In our ET birthdays, which Spice Girl can say the alphabet backward? That is Baby Spice, Emma Button, who turns 44 today. And by the way, good luck next Tuesday when the Dancing Ew. with the Stars Tour hits Radio City Music Hall. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Y'all come watch me. Yes, come watch her. And can we watch one more thing? My favorite video of the day? Oh. You knocking some sense <gasps> into Lauren Zima. <laughs> no! The feathers. I'm swallowing the feathers here. All right. She's, you know what? She's saying, On that note, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond to quickly. 
Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See that that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.